Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, July 16th, 2021. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, we have something that we are cooking up that will be very timely next ah. week that you, Grace, and I are going to do. Yep. We are going to be doing our next review roundtable on the Apple TV Plus musical comedy series that we have all been yes. super duper hyped about, Schmigadoon. Schmigadoon! So yeah, we are going to be recording that um, probably over the weekend, so that'll hit some feed. We're not exactly sure what we're doing. I'm pretty positive um, it's going to be a Patreon-only thing. I think I, I had a conversation with Mr. Marino earlier today, and we're kind of working on building up our tiers so that uh, things like interviews, roundtables, most of our reviews are going to be some Patreon-only stuff as we kind of get back into, awesome. like... You know, today on Broadway being a new show because there'll actually be Broadway news now that shows are opening. Yeah, awesome. So we are going to be doing that. It, of course, debuts today, Friday, on yeah. Apple TV+. Plus. Um, it's so much fun. We've talked it's about it a bunch, awesome. so I won't bore yeah. you. But if you want to get in on hearing our roundtable discussion sometime next week, head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio or broadwayradio.com slash patreon. All right, Ashley, let's get into the news. First up, the upcoming Broadway production of Douglas Lyons' play Chicken and Biscuits announced its complete cast on Thursday. Joining the previously announced Norm Lewis and Michael Urie, the company will include Natasha Yvette Williams, Cleo King, and Devere Rogers. They will also be joined by a handful of performers who originated roles in the show off-Broadway, including Ebony Marshall Oliver, Agner Mizell, and Alana Raquel Bowers. The show will begin performances at the Circle in the Square Theater on September 23rd and is currently scheduled to run through January 2nd. Fun. Yeah. Uh, I love seeing, you know, people from the original off-Broadway company yeah. go to Broadway with it, even if it's not everybody. Um, I understand why those things kind of happen, especially sure. after a pandemic, but it'll be very cool to see all those folks on stage together. Definitely. But next up, in an interview with Variety, Josh Gad revealed that prior to the pandemic, he had been working with his Book of Mormon co-star Andrew Rannells to bring the beloved cult musical Gutenberg, exclamation point, the musical, exclamation point, to Broadway. They had begun workshopping it in L.A. before everything was forced to shut down. That's a show that originally um, started at the Upright Citizens Brigade, written right. by Scott Brown and Anthony King. Okay. It originally starred Christopher Fitzgerald and Jeremy yeah. Shamos. Um, th- don't know what the plan for that is now, but Gad also said uh, something that I think might appeal what? to you, Ashley. What? That, <laughs> I, that, I, I read uh, ahead. <laughs> yeah, he revealed that he, Gad, and Andrew Reynolds were also considering leading a revival of the producers. So, Ashley, as our resident producers stan, yeah, yeah. how do you feel about that potential casting for a revival? I don't know about that. I'm not, I'm going to be honest, I'm not a big Josh Gad fan. I don't have anything against him, but he doesn't like jump out at me, especially as like Max Bialystok. I think that's a very hard role to cast because everyone has Nathan Lane in their minds. Before that, everyone has Zero Mostel in their minds. Uh, Leo Bloom's probably a little bit easier to cast, and I have kind sure. of my own ideas there, but I don't mind Andrew, Andrew for that role. He's definitely not who I would pick first, but Josh Gad, I'm a little, I'm a little squicky on. I don't know. Yeah, Josh is. 
you know, he he's obviously made his name in musical theater, both on yeah. stage and obviously in the Frozen movies and in and Beauty and the Beast. But he's not actually a very good singer. You know, no, he like, doesn't have a musical theater range. And I, I wonder if him playing Max Bialystok would be able to vocally do what that part needs. Maybe. But- there are very few instances of where that's like you know, a role that requires you to hold out a note. It's obviously a great comedic role, but I just, Mm -hmm. you already mentioned that, you know, I mean, besides Book of Mormon, obviously, but he's been Disney-fied really in the last five-ish years. So to go from that to Max Bialystok feels like a really weird switch to me. But also, I mean, that's kind of, that's probably him saying that he doesn't want to be typecast as a Disney character forever, which I respect because sure. God knows yeah. nobody wants that. Yeah, I mean, and he also has done um, Spelling Bee yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on Broadway, and he's obviously doing the weird. Apple TV Plus weird. comedy. Uh, uh, what's that called? Central, Central Park. Park. So, weird. I don't like yeah. it. I don't like that. Yeah. Okay. I don't I'll like, pass I don't it along like, too. Yeah. Tell his agent, I don't, I don't like him as Max Bialystok, please. Okay. Thanks. Well, glad we got that sorted yeah. out. Um, <laughs> finally, in this section, yesterday, 54 Below sent out a press release announcing something that had been on their website for a long time, that the four stars who will be leading their Diamond series over the next six to seven months are Kelly O'Hara from September 28th through October 3rd, Laura Benanti from October 5th through the 10th, Megan Hilty from November 2nd through the 7th, Jennifer Holiday from February 8th through the 13th. And these are all... Um, classified as being these elegant, um, one of a kind, um, concert length performances with these luminous Broadway stars. And actually the ticket prices would indicate that as well yeah. because they begin. At $300. Now, they also include a welcome drink and hors d'oeuvres prior to a three-course meal and an up-close and personal performance. (sighs) The cost of the dinner, uh, the concert, tax, and tip is included in the ticket price with additional alcoholic beverages billed separately. (laughs) But, like, I saw somebody say, like, you know, 54 Below has always billed itself as Broadway's supper club or Broadway's living room. Um, But these are, like, Cafe Carlisle prices, (laughs) which is exactly what I was going to say. I'm not going to... 54 below to see a Cafe Carlisle show. I'm just not. They're entirely, the vibes of those rooms are entirely opposite. I mean, not as opposite as say like Joe's Pub versus Cafe Carlisle, but they're, they're pretty opposite. Uh, you have a lot of people that go to 54 below where it's like, you know, fans of specific artists that are coming from like shows beforehand and going to like an 11 o'clock show or something. Uh, and, that this like this series while i respect it and i'm sure it's going to be great because you can't go wrong with any of those people it just doesn't fit 54 below to me and i'm kind of i know they started doing this before the pandemic it's kind of weird to come back from the pandemic where everyone's like we're doing these you know where everyone's trying to find more affordable accessible options and then have like 300 shows at 54 below which is right next door to another theater it's just weird and kind of it, it feels off to me it feels off to me for the venue yeah i i agree it's a little weird i mean again with the stars like that i understand why they're doing it um trying to make something a little bit upper class from what they normally do and like you said this isn't something that is new after the pandemic but it is it is odd and not something that i would as much as i love all those people i'm not paying 300 bucks to see a three course yeah i'm not i'm not paying for a three course dinner at 54 below either to be quite honest with you 
it's it's bizarre i've probably (laughs) i think i've seen even like when i wasn't like cabaret in chief and i actually had to pay for tickets i'm pretty sure i've seen both benanti and hilti for cheaper prices at cafe carlisle than that at 54 (laughs) below so mm, mm. next um all right ashley let's take a real quick break to talk about our sponsor for this week express vpn As I've been talking about, I am old, but I do feel like I get around the interwebs fairly well for a person of my advanced age. (laughs) But the one thing that I always struggle with is online security. I'm not somebody who does very well with having random passwords for everything. I stick to like my main core password, which I know is not Not ideal, but the not ideal. But the one thing that I do well to to protect myself online is that I do not go on on the internet without ExpressVPN. If you surf the web with Without ExpressVPN, it's like being on a train and making a phone call and putting it on speaker. Ugh, not only is that incredibly rude, but it's not safe. Everybody hears what you're talking about. It's the same thing about going online unprotected. That just triggered the worst vis- visceral reaction in me. <laughs> like, what a good analogy, because awful. As you said, not safe, rude, and you know you shouldn't be using the same password for multiple websites as well. That's because internet service providers like Comcast and Verizon, they know every single website you visit. Those ISPs can sell this information to ad company and tech giants, and they'll use that data to target you. Yeah, when it comes to staying secure online, ExpressVPN is your best option, which is why it's rated number one from CNET, Wired, The Verge. It creates a secure, encrypted tunnel between your device and the rest of the World Wide Web so that no one else can see what it is that you are doing online. It's incredibly easy to fire up the app. You just push one button. It protects all of your devices, including your router, so that you are safe when you go online. Yeah, that ease is great. One of the other things that's great and the thing that I keep mentioning is that you can use ExpressVPN to watch content, videos, shows from other countries. Like I said, I already recommended somebody that lives in Canada uh, ExpressVPN so that they could watch In the Heights on HBO Max because they can't do it yet without spending, you know, VOD fortunes. So you should be using ExpressVPN too, if that's your alley. Yeah, secure your online activity by visiting expressvpn.com slash broadwayradio and do it today. That's E-X-P-R-E. ESSVPN.com slash Broadway Radio, and you can get an extra three months free. All right, Ashley, let's get back into the news and let's jump across the pond. As yesterday, we learned that the upcoming revival of Cabaret starting, I don't know, every single award uh, possible (laughs) winner, Eddie Redmayne and Jesse Buckley, will transform the West End's Playhouse Theater and turn it into an in-the-round Kit Kat Club. Hmm. There will be traditional theatrical seating available, but there will also be table seating when tickets go on sale for various pre-sales starting on Monday, July 19th. There is still time to to register for some of those pre-sales. So we will have a link in the show notes if you want to get on that. Also across the pond, yesterday we learned that the upcoming stage premiere of the stage adaptation of The Da Vinci Code will be pushed back. It'll now be going out on tour beginning in January of 2022. It'll launch on uh, January 10th at the Churchill Churchill Theater in Bromley. Ashley, you are a reader. Did you ever get into The Da Vinci Code in the Dan Brown books? I've not, and it's been on my list for a while because I have seen the movies, obviously, because... Everyone has, um, and you're going to probably tell me you haven't, and then I'll be sad. Uh, but no, I haven't, and I really don't know what I think about a stage version of this. I kind of have to hope that it works, but it feels really 
really like an odd choice. I'm not sure. Yeah, I've read not all of the Dan Brown books in this series, but I've read a number okay. of them. I devoured The Da Vinci Code, okay, like literally, nice. like I read it cover to cover in 15 hours or something, Ooh. like just straight through. It's great. I don't know how it's going to translate because it's a lot about, about ask, like, yeah. yeah, it's a lot about like visual clues in art and like, how are they going to do that? Are they going to use, you know, projections and video? I, yeah. I don't know, but, um, I did love it. They, there's a certain amount of diminishing returns as the books go on to the point where That's it's kind of, basically yeah. the exact same outline for some of the later books, just with something different. It's just how many are there the in the series? I don't know. 17. I don't know. I, I think four <laughs> or five, five or six. I don't know. Um, like the second one was a little different than the third one was like, Oh, that's the same book just in Washington, D.C. or something. Um, but I loved The Da Vinci Code. I thought it was incredibly creative. Um, but of course, this was like 2005. So it it's sure. probably doesn't read as creative now as it did then. Uh, but I really liked it. And I'm interested to see what they do with this. I just don't know how that will work from yeah. the visual point uh, of view, because so much of it is the main character, um, Tom Hanks, of course, um, <laughs> trying to figure things out uh, in his head, looking at art. So we will see, but I'm mm. excited to see exactly how they do that. But it I is feel uh, like, yeah, I feel like that would be a really interesting show to do, as you mentioned, like projections with and things. I think that's very much like I imagine that in like the sense of like network. I think that would be. Yeah. Could be. I, I think they could. I think they could do some interesting things with that. Still feels weird, but they could. They could have fun with that. Yeah. All right, Ashley. Let's wrap up the show today with a feel good recommendation, and that comes from the one and only Anthony Ramos. He is going to be a part of the new show, Secret Celebrity Renovation. His episode airs on CBS tonight, Friday, July sixteenth. And this is one of those shows where a celebrity goes back to someone in their life and has their um and helps this person renovate their house. Anthony is picking his high school drama teacher from Aww. Brooklyn, Sarah Steinweiss. Uh, apparently, she is the one um, who paid his AMDA application fee. Oh, my God. Um, recognized his, um, his talent. She recommended him for the full scholarship that actually got him through his four years of undergrad. Um, so she obviously went above and beyond in recognizing his Ugh, talent. I love and making teachers. Sure. Yeah. So that will air tonight. We will have a clip of it in the show notes. Obviously something that is very, very cool. Uh, and as you know, and as I've said many times, I am a yeah. sucker for yeah. home renovation shows. I love those things. That's what I watch. I've been binging at night when I go to bed. Um, let me see, make sure what I get the got? title right. I was say what you got. Beachfront Bargain Hunt Renovation. Innovation. That's what I've been binging. <laughs> of course. There's four seasons on, on Discovery Plus. They, they It ended a couple years ago, so I, it's a finite number. It's going to run I'm out sorry. here, but I'm on season three. But uh, I love the Beachfront Bargain Hunt renovation because there's it started with just Beachfront Bargain Hunt, um, and then they added the renovation in, which is my favorite part. So yeah, I was it was just say, like you're, a you're Beachfront like House HGTV Hunters. TV slut. So yeah, that makes sense. Well, well, I mean, the other one was still HGTV, but it was less about the renovation. It was just like a House Hunters mm. for like on the beach but i like the the renovation and to see what people can make of stuff but all so i'm all it. in on this i will definitely be dvring this on friday night tonight yeah. by the time like you're the hearing this i like the schmaltz of it all i absolutely yeah, the surprising totally. someone that you love with this thing Ugh. absolutely 
All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW. Matt, Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This is Ashley. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful week. And don't forget to tune in to This Week on Broadway. I don't remember. I don't think I know what they have planned. Um, but tune into that. It's always great. And uh, don't forget, we will be coming to you apparently on Patreon with Hello. our review roundtable of Schmigadoon. It's got to be Should be tons of fun. Yeah. I'm not. I'm a little under the weather, so yeah. I'll let you handle the yelling. I got, but I got it. Thank you. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful weekend. We will talk to you on Monday. Monday.